You're listening to the Flip Houses Like a Girl podcast, where we educate, empower, and celebrate everyday women who are facing their fears, juggling family and business, embracing their awesomeness, and wholeheartedly chasing their dream of flipping houses. Each episode delivers honest-to-goodness tools, tips, and strategies you can implement today to get closer to your first or next successful house flip. Here's your spiky-haired, breakfast taco-loving host, house-flipping coach, Debbie DeBeery. Hey there. Thanks so much for taking the time to hang out with me a little bit today. So before we get started, I want to do a listener shout-out. If you are getting any sort of value out of these episodes, would you do me a huge favor and please leave a rating and a review, especially if you listen in iTunes, because it helps me reach more like-minded women. And if I can instill in one more woman out there that she absolutely can flip houses confidently, profitably, and make an amazing impact on her community and on the lives around her, then my mission will be accomplished. All right. So thank you so much to those of you who have left reviews. I'm very grateful. Even to those who listen on other platforms where the reviews quote unquote don't count, which is kind of crazy. I appreciate you tuning in and just letting me be part of your day, really. So thank you. I appreciate it. So this review is from the username BurnStrong. It says, finally, so sick of looking for more info and only finding cheesy guys with crap to sell you. Debbie is exactly what I've been looking for. Preach, sister, and thank you very much. Uh, Again, I appreciate you taking the time to A, listen to me, and B, let me know that what I'm talking about actually matters. All right. So in this episode, I want to share with you ways to stay motivated. And I recently did a video on this. And in case you missed it, I wanted to share that with you here because it's really important. And it's something that comes up all the time with people, right? You start something and you're really excited. Your momentum is great. And then things don't happen as quickly as you want them to. Or things just don't go your way. Or it feels like everywhere you turn, you're met with resistance. How do you stay motivated? That's the conversation I want to have with you today. And I just want you to think about it because it's really important for you personally and for any business endeavor that you are taking on. All right, so here we go. So I wanted to share my why with you, because it also is really important to, for you to understand your why, because that's where your motivation is going to come from. All right. Your motivation is not going to come from anybody else. It's not going to come from me checking in on you to see if you're, you know, following the steps. It's not going to come from, um, your best friend saying, Hey, when you need to flip the house, it's not going to come from anybody other than you. So when things don't go your way, when things don't happen as quickly as you want them to happen, they, they, because they won't, I mean, they just won't. 
Not always, at least. Some things will happen faster, but some things will take longer. And it's just part of the process. But when those things don't happen as quickly as you want them to, and when things don't go your way, what are you going to do to continue to show up? Because that's the secret. Like, that's how you get what you want. You keep showing up until you get it. So your biggest source of motivation will be your why. And I can't tell you what that is. And nobody can tell you what that is. That's going to take you really doing some deep diving into why you want this. Whatever the this is. Let's, let's do flipping houses just because that's, hello, that's the subject. Um, why do you want a successful house flipping business? So I'm going to share with you, like I said, why I created this whole coaching business. Oh, and welcome to Second Cup with Debbie DeBerry. All right. Look, if you're not wearing clothes or drinking from cups with words of affirmation that remind you how freaking awesome you are, I really think that you might be missing an opportunity for extra love in your life. So go get you a, a coffee cup that reminds you how magical you are. All right, so today's second cup is about your why and how that knowing that why will be your source of motivation, all right? So let's go back to March 19th of 2014, all right? It was around nine o'clock in the morning and I got a phone call that would end up changing my life as I knew it in more ways that I could ever imagine. So I was working on my computer, you know, designing a house that I was flipping in that at that time. And I got a call from my dad and I can very much remember like, I don't have great long-term memory. I remember everything about this phone call. And if you've had some pretty memorable moments in your life, you can probably relate to that. So my dad is on the other line and he tells me to, to sit down. And I was like, okay, that's weird. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting dad. Uh, and then he tells me that my mom died. Oh, so he made me cry. It's been six years, right? And I still get, I still get emotional. Um, yeah, so, so he told me that my mom died. She died in her sleep, all right? So mind you, she died on March 19th or sometime, sometime in the night, who knows what time, we don't know what time. She had a massive heart attack and died in her sleep. Um, her birthday was March 18th. So like pretty freaking awesome that she got, to hear from her friends and family that love the crap out of her. And then she got to hear from them. Um, and then she went to sleep and died. So if, if you gotta go, I, that's definitely the way my mom would have wanted to go. Um, anyway, so he told me that, and I can remember screaming 
over and over into the phone, oh my God, no, oh my God, no, over and over and pacing in the living room. I was just pacing back and forth and screaming, oh my God, no, to my dad on the phone. I didn't understand what he was saying. It did not make any sense to me because my mom was perfectly healthy. Like, it's not like she was on heart medicine or like she was healthy. She had just jumped on the trampoline with my son a week prior. Um, she was active. So it didn't make sense to me. Um, and she was, to say she was my rock, uh, that doesn't, like that, that's like the tip of the iceberg. She was my everything. She was my, she was my true north, okay? So my entire life, I heard I could do anything and be anything I wanted as long as I put in the effort. Like, there was no limit. And if I went and I tried and I failed, guess what? My mom was there. And there was no sense of failure. I was never shamed for trying anything and screwing it up. It was more like, okay, like, great. Now get back up, you know, brush off your britches and go try again if that's what you want to do. So needless to say, I was devastated. I was really, really, really angry. And the next year or so I spent, you know, after being in a total daze um, for the first month or so, trying to figure out so many things. Um, but I knew that I had to reconcile three things. All right. One was, who was I in the world without my mom watching and supporting? That was a big one. Who was I? Because she was my safety net. So I had to, I had to figure that part out. And the second thing was I had to figure out how I was going to get through that, like the short term. It wasn't that I was, I was definitely grieving and I wasn't trying to not grieve. I wasn't trying to cover up my feelings. I knew that that was not the healthy way to handle all of this. I knew I had to go through it. Like the hardest stuff you have to go through. There's no going around or else guess what, honey, 20 years from now, you're going to be, it's going to smack you in the face. All right. So you've got to get through stuff. So I knew that, and it was hard, like really hard. So I knew that for me, continuing to create houses, continuing to have that creative outlet and that problem solving outlet was critical. And I still allowed myself days to grieve. Don't get me wrong. Of course I did that. But I needed to stay in motion. And so I kept creating houses. I was like blinders and renovating houses, renovating houses. And on top of that, I focused on my son and I loved the heck out of my son, the way my mom loved the heck out of me and my siblings and her grandkids, my nieces and nephews and her great grandkids. Like she was the embodiment of love and support and encouragement. Like she was freaking awesome. Okay. So I knew that I was going to do the same thing with my son. I mean, I always or already was, but I felt a different connection with my mom after she died when, um, with my relationship with my son. It's very interesting. All right. The third thing I had to reconcile was 
how was I going to make this make sense in my brain? Like, how was I going to give this meaning? What was I going to do to honor my mom going forward? So that was the birth of this whole coaching business and creating these communities for women because my mom was all about girl power. I mean, over and over and over, cards I received from her, words I heard from her were, you go girl, you go girl. Like, I, like, I, I love seeing that when people write it to me. I'm always like, oh my God, that's my mom. I love it. Um, and so it makes me think of her. Anyway, I then spent a solid 12 months pouring my heart and soul into creating this amazing coaching program for women and these communities for women. And I, I wish she were here to see what we have created and what we continue to create because I know that she'd think it's really, really cool. And when I hear from women that I've made a difference in their life, like it's, it, it just, it, it makes it all worth it. And it makes me feel like my mom's here as cheesy as that sounds. It, I'm definitely paying forward all of the love and encouragement and support that my mom gave me. So I wanted to share that with you. That's my why. That's why I do Facebook lives and make myself totally freaking vulnerable. And that's why I put myself out there so that I can hopefully instill in just one more woman out there that she absolutely 100% can flip houses successfully if that's what she wants to do. If that's what brings her joy, she absolutely can chase that dream and do it confidently and successfully and have so much fun. All right. So if I can do that, if I can still instill in one more woman that that is possible, then the entire, like my entire mission for my business <laughs> is fulfilled. Like that's, that's it. All right. So I wanted to share that with you. And I really strongly encourage you to do a deep dive and figure out what it is that motivates you. What's your big why? What's going to make you keep showing up even when things don't go your way or even when they do go your way? All right. I hope you got so much value out of that and you will spend some time on your own coming up with your why and what's really driving you. All right. If you haven't yet, you totally should check out my Follow That Flip series. It's an eight-part video series where I literally walk you through an entire flip that we did, and it's all done in real time. So you get to see it all unfold live and 
I'm sharing tips and tricks and strategies with you. So go to followthatflip.com and register for that series and you'll get an email pretty soon after with your videos. All right. Okay, you guys, you know the drill. Go out there, flip houses like a girl, leave people and places better than you find them and make it a great day. Bye, y'all.